in my mother tongue bangla golpo is a curious word it means story a noun and it also means conversation the verb i have grown up to the wonderful sound of golpo stories and conversations that have shaped me to be the storyteller that i am today in this brand new season of golpo stories from around the world me your storyteller rituparna will continue to bring you stories that have picked me yes stories pick me they really ask me to tell them they poke punch provoke and push me to tell them but before they do all of that they speak to me lighting up my mind and my heart in ways that only a very special story can do and in this podcast i bring to you some of those special stories these are just some of my stories hand picked and tucked in my story bag so i can tell them to you when the time is right are these stories for children or adults well they are for anyone who has a heart beating for stories and i really hope that this podcast helps you discover that inside you play this on your way to work to put your child to sleep to create a moment together as a family to share an idea with your team find a dose of inspiration creativity or a fresh perspective perhaps let these stories be your companion when you want some quality time with yourself like i said you will hear a story today and i hope it stays with you and lights up your heart and mind like the way these stories do for me There once was a man who was only knee-high. I mean, that's how tall he was, and so everyone called him the knee-high man. Did he have a name? I wouldn't know, for in the story I read, that's how he was only called. One day, the knee-high man decided that he didn't want to be knee-high anymore. He wanted to be taller. Perhaps he could find ways to grow taller. He said to himself, "I think I will call on the biggest thing in the neighborhood and ask him how I can get sizable. So out went Mr. Nehigh to meet Mr. Hoss. Hello Mr. Hoss, can you tell me how can I get as big as you are? Eat a lot of corn and then run around and round till you have gone 20 miles. After that you will see that you are as big as me, replied Mr. Hoss. And so the Nehigh man did as the horse told him. He munched as much corn as he could until his stomach hurt. He ran as fast as he could until his legs hurt him. And he tried as hard as he could until his mind hurt. And he just got littler and littler. Mr. Nehigh sat in his house and thought to himself, Mr. Horse's advice didn't work at all. I think I will ask Mr Bull to suggest his ways. Next morning the knee high man walked over to the bull and said, "Mr Bull, can you tell me how can I grow as tall as you?" Mr Bull was busy munching his grass. He said, "Mm, eat a lot of grass, then bellow and bellow and bellow, and the first thing you know, you will grow as large as me." 
The knee-high man did everything the bull asked him to. All the grass hurt his stomach, the bellowing made his throat hurt, and all the trying gave him a headache. And he got just littler and littler. The knee-high man sat disappointed in his hut. The bull's advice was as useless as the horse's. Perhaps they didn't want him to grow taller. Or maybe they don't know how could he grow as tall as them. Nehi man was running out of ideas when he heard Mr. Hoot Owl preaching to people under a tree. Maybe, just maybe, the wise old Mr. Hoot Owl would know how to get taller. So out went Mr. Nehi and asked Mr. Hoot Owl, Could you please tell me how can I grow sizable, Mr. Owl? Mr. Owl looked down with his large eyes and blinked at the Nehi man. And why do you want to grow taller, Mr. Nehi man? He asked. No one ever asked him that question. In fact, he had never thought about it until now. The Neha man thought for a moment and said, I want to be big so that if I get into a fight with another man, I can win it. Mr. Hootowl shrugged his shoulder, turned his head around and asked, And did anybody ever try to pick a fight with you? The Neha man shook his head and said, no. Well then, if you don't have any cause to fight, then you have no reason to be any bigger than you are, suggested Mr. Owl. The Nehi man tried again. I want to be big so that I can see a long way. Mr. Owl flew down onto his shoulder and said, When you want to see far, climb up the tree. You can see a long way ahead farther than any man can see. The Nehi man looked up. The treetop was really way above the ground. Mr. Hootowl flew back to the tree, looked down at the Nehi man and said, You know, if you think about it, you have no reason to be bigger in your body, but you sure have a good reason to be higher in the brain. The Nehi Man is a story from the African-American community, an indigenous tale that travelled across the seas from Africa to America with the slaves and eventually settled in Alabama. This story reminds me of the African Pygmies, the particular ethnic group of foragers and gatherers where people were considerably short, less than 5 feet in height. Perhaps the Nehi Man was a Pygmy? who felt threatened by other humans taller and bigger than him. The word pygmy was also used as a derogatory term, making it a name for all people who were short in height. Remember to look up the show notes for some interesting links about the pygmy, their life and their story. That way, this story is a good opening into studying the lives of indigenous people, their customs and their life stories as affected through history and time. Here is a story that fits into a social sciences, geography and history lesson and perhaps biology too. I didn't grow to be much taller than I was at 11 or 12. Back in school, my basketball coach didn't pick me to play the game because I didn't have the genes to grow any taller or maybe I wasn't just good enough. 
I didn't think I grew up thinking of the latter. Instead, I came to accept the former. It became one of the many stories that I told myself and others when I was not included in a game for no fault of mine. I don't quite remember being conscious of my height, color or weight in school. At 18, however, I won a local beauty pageant in the small town I lived in India. I remember my mother preparing me for a loss before the big day because there was a taller, slimmer, fairer and definitely more attractive girl in the context of a beauty pageant in the same contest. I remember having a strong altercation with my mother challenging her between my tears and my fumes and questioning her for not standing by me. We had a moment of difference but in hindsight I realized that she was preparing me lest I failed to win. I did win. That is another story which I will record for my podcast someday. But today, let's say it was my knee-high wisdom moment. I won the beauty pageant because I gave a better reply in the question round. My color, my style, my looks, my clothes, my height didn't matter. Only my brains and confidence did. I see a lot of people, young and old and adults, remain conscious and almost obsessed with their looks. young adults particularly those who have crossed the puberty and adolescence threshold and are in their undergraduate levels are quite are under immense stress to look a certain kind i understand that vanity is a critical driving force in a lot of our lives we work out to look good fit into certain clothes come across as confident from the outside and yet there are days when a bad hair day a receding hairline a bloated body a temporary zit on the face and unbranded clothing threatens to take away our confidence or takes away from the fact who we are this is a story for that day this is a story for those who are struggling to fit into the outward definitions of beauty or strength if only we could unlock the potential of our brains by looking beyond what our bodies tell about us i hope you use this story as a bridge to talk about body positivity confidence strength acceptance respect and intelligence where you need it the story of the nihai man is also about growing up if you have a young child restless to grow up or afraid to grow up here is a story that would help you create a safe space to talk about why one wants to grow up or taller there is always a story behind that one perhaps a bully in school a need to be respected or to own one's freedom to be accepted or the fear and anxiety of academic social and mental pressure in the world of work careers and business the story of the nihai man brings in the focus on mentors hierarchies the aspirations of the juniors and the wisdom of the seniors at work i see this as a story about a small enterprise looking for funding or challenging a bigger business I see this about the mindset and approach of the knee-high man who is desperate for change without knowing why he wants it. Above everything else, this is a story about needs and wants. We will continue to chase our wants not knowing whether we need it or not. It's only when someone like Mr. Hoot Owl helps us shift the focus to be realized that we need something else entirely. Interesting story, isn't it? Tell me, what do you think?
Thank you for listening. Golpost Stories from Around the World is a podcast of stories that spark conversations. You will find a bunch of traditional tales in here, retold and bridged with the world that we live in today. A story grows only when it is told. So go ahead and share these stories in the classroom, in the boardroom or in your living room. And come back to me and tell me what did everyone say? If you like my stories and want to support this podcast, then you may want to gift a story, a little contribution to make storytelling sustainable for you, me and others. To know more about my work, you can look up www.yourstorybag.com. I have a weekly newsletter. Follow the sound of my stories with the hashtag Storytelling with Rituparna. You can connect with me on social media. The links are in the show notes below. Until the next story, happy storytelling.